just a life. It's time to make money. It's time to take flight. Uh, yeah. It's better to life. Faders or tailors. This pig's feel right. Yeah. Uh, it's four guys trying to get the bag. What is up, everybody? Season 5, Episode 8. Better's the light. The three-man team. I mean... We did it once. We'll do it again. A little three, uh, three team action with uh, Mike and Mark and myself here. Uh, and I mean, honestly, if we're talking about who should or shouldn't be on the show as the guy in dead last by a significant amount, I should be removed. I, I finally finish above 500 on the week and totally throw my lock in the garbage because of one man, one man that I should have known. When BovadaSportsBook.com did not trust him and put him as the underdog, and he threw away the Philly season six innings into it. Fellas, misery. Mike, go ahead and laugh. Please explain why I'm wrong. You're an idiot, bud. Aaron Nola threw an absolute gem today, and just we got no hitting today. You said he's good. He's an ace. You're an idiot. It's that simple. Will you help us? Join the winning party, please. It's me, Mark, and Matt are consistently putting out positive weeks. And you just, I don't know. you I don't know if you even had a positive week this entire season. It's I think I had great. one, but it was by under a unit. And the Mark, Philly season is not over. Shut it's up. over. Mark, how <laughs> over is the Philly season? It's not over. You, I agree with Mike. You do need to shut up here. Um, obviously, we are the positive boys right now. So there's something that we are speaking. Uh, relax, Greg. We're like 3% into the season and, uh, you know, had a couple hiccups, but Schwarber with, with two home runs now, let's, let's talk about that guy. He's starting to heat up. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sorry. What he raises average from 0.59 to, to just over one. Sure. With two home runs and, uh, both of them solo shots, of course, but you Trey know. Turner wasted all of his home runs somewhere in oh, Florida. They're all gone. If, it's if, he if Schwarber it, if Schwarber gets hot before June, we're gonna win over a hundred games. Our next five well, series are uh, hilarious. Okay, I don't know about a hundred games. Uh, we're gonna I'll be over five hundred like, and above five hundred, literally by the end of next week. That's way okay. That's still way different than a hundred games. Um, oh yeah, I'm yeah. just you know, I'm thinking if I can keep putting some locks together, I might be able to get a nice week off. You know, we'll see. But uh, is that how this works? Is that, that's why Matt's not here. You got, I mean, you just put lock off. after lock after lock. You you deserve the time. I, I mean, mean, shout out. Fair, we can we can look back at what the lock this week, the San Diego State lock, the money line, the insane shot, the buzzer beater in the Final Four. Just an incredible moment in terms of NCAA basketball. Yeah, but it. not as exciting as the shoe issues in the later game. Oh. No, you know. that that was the most exciting part of the entire Final Four. Not even the championship. The crowning of a champion was more exciting than a guy shoe breaking and him not being in the game for ten minutes. I, I mean, honestly, UConn played so well that you, you could almost make the argument that that was the most exciting part of some of their game. But uh, <laughs> congratulations to UConn. Congrats to LSU. Um, some great championship games and Final Fours. Just awesome tournaments. Always um, a great time. And I'm now we're mad. in Masters week. Of course, you're, yeah. mad. you're always mad. I'm mad because I I had it written. I think I have it written down somewhere. But when I bet LSU and Villanova the first week, I was going to take LSU futures plus like 1700. And I was 
like, eh, they're probably, they can make it far, but I don't know if they'll beat South Carolina. They didn't even have to play South Carolina. So that would have been a, that would have yeah. been a nice 17 extra units already on top of the 18 units I'm up this week. It was, it was an unbelievable championship game uh, to score 102 points in a 40 minute yeah, game. Crazy. I, just shooting the absolute lights out. It was Incredible. so much fun. And like, I mean, obvious ref show with the, te- the worst technical foul I've ever seen in a sporting event ever. That's tough. Uh, but it, it, it didn't, tough. didn't take away. LSU was still well ahead in that game, regardless of the bad call or not. I mean, obviously it affects how Caitlin Clark can play moving forward because you pick up a fourth personal foul. But I mean, LSU was never going to lose that game. No, it doesn't, it doesn't change the outcome. But soft, soft call there. I mean, LSU did have more. LSU had more fouls than Iowa. Greg and Mark were trying to complain on Sunday when I was riding with LSU. They were on Iowa, but LSU had more fouls. They're like, "Oh, ref show." LSU had more fouls. You cannot tell me that that technical does not make it a ref show. That's nah, the definition of a ref show. They should have the the refs. We weren't there to I watch the refs. That's I don't cool. remember what Iowa was money line, but. It was, they were it was very juicy. Yeah, they had to have been favorites in that game. I was favorites by two and a half, which I thought was shocking. So I had LSU. I think LSU is overall a better better team. Thank you. I think LSU is just a better overall team. They lo- they got my lock on Friday, which was scary. They came back from down 10 in the fourth quarter. But... Well, they played a stronger pick, That's how you pick the winners. I think yeah, it's so strong. wild that they play quarters and the men play halves, though. I think that that is. It, uh, I don't. Men's the only one, men is the o- the only like basketball from high school and everything up that plays halves. I don't know which I like better. Men. To be honest, I, I don't know. It's, I think it, it'd be weird. It, it, if it they, does make it unique, right? Yeah, I don't know if it can switch now, but it, I just find it so weird that the that those two are yeah. different. Now all the rules, uh, obviously, like some, the women's, I think, is like closer to like NBA rules with fouls and different things too. Being oh, able okay. to advance the ball on timeouts and yeah. stuff, and, and you can yeah. there is no so much different. So much different. There's no no one and one. I would I, I would I think I would miss the one and one in the men's game simply because oh. it adds so much more drama to different things. I think I think that if they could figure out a way to incorporate one and ones into the the quarters system, it would make a big difference. I think they do have one and one. You know what I, I need to? I don't know if they do. You know what they need to figure out? I don't. They know. need to I figure they out. Did, but I could be wrong. The timeout situation and the TV timeout situation in the men's game because. The every four minutes, and then you got like a coach calling a timeout at like sixteen twenty one. When the next dead ball is going to be a timeout, a TV timeout anyway. And it's like <laughs> I got ten minutes here of no basketball, so I can yeah, watch another yeah. three and a half before another TV timeout. Like it gets to the point where it's a little ridiculous. They should be like, all right, once we're inside of thirty seconds of the next TV timeout, no timeouts unless you know you're under four or something like that. It's bad but, coaching, bad clock management, wasting a timeout. In that situation, it's rough. Uh, rough. Talking about commercials, the pitch clock makes you watch. Feels like I'm watching so much more commercials than that little span of two and a half hours now. The average or whatever. It seems like I'm watching more commercials than than actual play. Congratulations, UConn, LSU, excellent Uh, season. Moving on to the pitch. Let's talk about the pitch clock. Great fun tournament. Great seasons. I still think it was fun. On to baseball. Pitch clock is. The worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Matt, who is not here tonight because of the pitch clock, he's actually in <laughs> New York City protesting Fighting. out front of Manfred's office. <laughs> um, but he, like, 
the fact that it is there's too many subjective calls the umps are just way too involved like as a you don't want the referee but the umps were already too involved in baseball to begin with because they think they're the most important thing on the field like they think that when we go to you know bovada to pick a game we're trying to figure out over under and strikes called by cb buckner like it's it's crazy what's wrong is you do have to know who's umping you have to know who's umping you have to know who's refing the nba games like you have to know but can i can i make a little argument here i i might think that the pickoff rule might be worse than the pitch call it is i agree 100 i think that is the worst for the year i mean that rules the the amount of steals being double in opening weekend or more than that, it was seventy it was this like, opening it, weekend it versus thirty last weekend. Oh no, no, it was it was seventy versus thirty last year, which I was is thinking the opening a huge day, jump, huge jump in stolen bases. Like to oh, only it makes the game more pickoff. fun. No, no, no. What? How is that? I don't care about fun. it being more fun. Yeah, that I don't. That rule is not bringing in more viewers. That though, both of those giving free bases. Not. It's yeah. giving free bases. It's rough. I don't like it. More runs does not automatically make the game a better game. I don't even think either of these rules have really affected the Phillies too much. Besides, like, I don't think Nola was ready for a pitch clock somehow. Like, you didn't get ready for that over (laughs) spring training. I don't understand. But neither of these rules have come into play, really, for the Phillies games. And I still hate them. The the Rangers game game with Schwarber, because the ref doesn't even know the rule. And they keep calling. The, The Rangers kept just going, oh, my pitch comm's not working. And getting yeah. stoppages so, that, so that they wouldn't get a ball. Completely made up. Like yeah, now, there's, it's, there's, it's, there's 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 stupid like little things like that that you can get around it in certain cases. In pitching, I can't pitching. imagine, I can't imagine a situation where the players don't push back on something like this. And I don't know when. I mean, you saw can... Bryce's comments on ESPN on Sunday. Did you see yeah. those when he was like, he's like, oh yeah, the the players want their game back or something like that. When he got asked about the new rules, the truth. It went to commercial or something, and then the. Ravitz tried to get him to like respond to that, and he's like, oh, "I don't remember saying that actually, or something like that." Because you know, yeah, give the fans their game back. Like this yeah. is it's it's miserable, dude. I, uh, somebody point somebody pointed out the Machado thing where he got tossed or he got into an altercation. Well, he got tossed yeah, after, after being striking out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're asking a guy to completely change how he's played baseball for the first 27 years of his life. Like what? Yeah, it, I hate it's it. just it's. it's I hate baffling. it, and then then somebody somebody we know will be like, be like, well, all the players have the new same rules. I don't care. Play, baseball players are creatures of habit, and they're just great for the game. Great for the game. Great for the game. Yeah, I, I just... hate it, and I'll I'll be at the Phillies game on Friday. Oh, uh, stop! I'm going to spend so much less more money. It's good for wow. my wallet, I guess. I won't be able to go to the concessions as much. When the game I'm gonna have to start getting there off. super yeah, early so I can get my food. Like <laughs> it's four and a half innings standing even, in line. For I spoke. I smoked. I spoke to my wife about it, and we both agreed. Food is part of the experience when you go to the ballpark, <laughs> and they are taking part of that experience away from me. They are now rushing me through this. It's just <laughs> the worst. Like, sorry, Darla. I gotta get rid of her. Hold on. <laughs> you take care. I, I just like. I, I I put my kids to bed at seven o'clock. The game starts at seven. By the time the whole bedtime routine's done, it's the eighth inning. And I, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I missed the entire game. 
you can't even text and complain about the Phillies stinking. Listen, I can I, I can still do that because I can watch it on we my phone. We got like the Reds next, and we got somebody Listen. stinky. Then the Reds again. Then Miami, which you never know there. But the, our next five series, we're gonna be over five hundred easily. Uh, well, we're we'll back see. To talking about the Phillies because <laughs> first we'll, episode we'll... featuring Darla. So yeah, <laughs> shout out. Um, just just an un unbelievable. Like, I think, like, to, to really focus on the shortness of the game and Carl Ravitch mentioning at the end of Sunday Night Baseball how it was a two-hour and 32-minute game or whatever. And it's like, dude, anybody who's actually watching and paying attention to that game does not care. They just don't. No, not at all. But, and I mean, then you got, like, people like like all those writers like Jeff Pass being like, nobody's offered an actual argument for why... They want more time and stuff. I mean, just rushing the game and rushing the pitchers doesn't make it better in my eyes. I guess well, that's from a tr- actual baseball fan that actually cares about it. I don't know. Yeah, and then it all almost it, turns them into pitching machines. Just like, yeah. Doom. Doom. Like, yeah. All on. it does is in, and then encourages gamesmanship, and then there's like, uh, an ump stopped the game. I watch, I've watched a lot of baseball over the first week of the season all across the board, and the ump, the ump stops a game because he's like, oh, well, you're you're quick pitching this guy, and it's like, well, what does that mean? How can you, how, how can you decide that? Like, how can you make that decision that he's quick pitching? You're just you're just essentially making that up because you gotta make sure he gets the pitch in in time. Yeah, like he's on a time clock too, so it's yeah. it's all crap, and it, it it's old man yells a cloud for for a good portion of it because who knows if it'll ever actually change and we'll go back to the way if that they it, it have was it in the playoffs. I'll... I mean, they're going to. What do you mean? It that's if they don't have it in the playoffs, yeah, then, then we're it. we're just continuing yeah. to do the stupidest things ever because then you're changing the game you just played the whole season for. It's like the extra runner in. It's like the ghost runner guy at second base in extra innings. You do that in the regular season, but then you don't do it in the playoffs. What is the point of it then? You know what the opposite argument to that is, though. I mean, the NHL does what three on three now True. in overtime and then in the playoffs they go to regular just sudden death five on five overtime because it's the yeah. playoffs so i mean you can argue also, that but three but, on three overtime and the shootout people hate that too like that's a consistent thing that hockey fans think the shootout well some hockey fans think the shootout is a dumb way to end it just ended in a tie everybody gets a point and we all go home like that so there's people that hate both sides of that as well so I don't, I don't know. What, ties in hockey? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they used to have ties in hockey. It was ties forever. Forever and ever. Didn't know that. And then they yeah, used to just play, like, sudden day. death overtime, and you had crazy, insane yeah. games that lasted forever. <laughs> I, listen, all I know is that I miss the days of getting Wilson Valdez pitching in the 17th inning of, of a game and getting out. So Roy Oswalt making catches in right field because he ran mm-hmm. out of position players. Like Alleged. Vince Velasquez had a hope. Maybe he should yeah. have made him a permanent right fielder and not he a starter. Threw that, no, he he threw that guy out from left field, right? Yeah. Or something like that at home. Yeah. Probably better. It than wasn't even his best play as a Philly. It wasn't even his best play when he broke his arm and then threw the oh, other, that was threw the guy out arm. with his other hand. That was a good yeah, one. That was, that that was, was incredible. But all right, uh, well, we've gone <laughs> enough down the Vince Velasquez walk of uh, or memory walk here. I say we we dive into it a little bit. We'll start. Let's just go right into baseball since uh, we're pretty much already there. It has been an interesting opening two series for Major League Baseball, kind of across the board. I, there's a lot of thoughts, a lot of 
interesting things to happen in terms of teams. Uh, I think the Phillies were the last team in Major League Baseball to get a win. Uh, but regardless, they they uh, decided to back they decided to back out tomorrow and not play their game against the Reds in their home opener. So, but uh, Bovada still has a ton of baseball lines for a Thursday, and I'll uh, I'll kick it off with you, Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna start with. Um, wait, wait, wait. One question: They don't do the seven inning rule, right? It's still is it nine on Friday for what? For double like, headers. Double headers. Maybe? No, I think they they removed that. Okay, I forgot. All right, all right, good because I hated that too. Wait, they're playing anyway, a double header Friday? Because yeah, they're playing Friday during the day and night now because that's I don't they had to move think the so. game. Yeah. Are they playing a four game series against the Reds? No, yeah. Oh, they supposed to have an off day on Friday? Yeah, Friday was supposed, supposed to be an off day. day. Oh, Friday was not. a built in off day. Yeah, maybe not. Making things up. All right, you're going unbelievable. This All right, somebody finds me the password. What's the password? Oh man, hang on. Before <laughs> you'll give your pick in a second. This dude believed. The Battle Hawks were moving <laughs> to Los Angeles. All right, all right, hold on. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for it. I don't care myself. what you say. There's no defense. I it for three full days. Isn't it was Saturday? I went out at ten in the morning. I was in New York City. What day was Saturday? Didn't mix. Saturday was also April second. April second was not. It was April first. It was April first. There was a giant event on that Saturday morning in your life. The fact that you it don't was, know the date is insane. It was insane. April 1st. All right. All right. Anyways, so it was April 1st. Um, and while I was out from 10 to, it was like 2 o'clock. I was out since 10 watching the Palace Boys, all that stuff. And I got that text and I gave, I gave it a read. And, that's, and I was like, I was like, ah, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. They're doing the same thing that the Rams did. And then I just moved on. What's another name for April 1st? April Fool's. Uh, mm. No, no, I got it. I got it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the, the St. Louis Battlehawks are not moving to Los Angeles. Mike, Mike's an April Fool. Mike's you, you an just, April Fool. You just, you, once you realize what the date is that day, you just don't believe anything. You don't believe anything. I, I, I wasn't paying Speaking for experience, I'm a gullible guy. You guys know I fall for things <laughs> you, all the time. No. So on that day, I go the complete opposite. I need concrete evidence before I need it. You know, my wife's like, oh, we're having eggs this morning. I need to see those eggs first before (laughs) I believe that we're having those eggs. All right. So, so, yeah, tough one for me. Tough one. I didn't put any thought into it uh, about it until I said something in the group chat yesterday or today, whatever that was. Don't worry, St. Louis. The Battle Hawks aren't going anywhere. Home field advantage. Mike. (laughs) <laughs> give me your uh, give me your baseball. Um, I'm gonna start with uh, White Sox. The White Sox against the Giants. I'm gonna go Chicago White Sox minus 135. They got Lance Lynn on the mound. Yeah, uh, dude, dude pitches the ball pretty well. So that's it. I'm gonna take the White yeah. Sox. I'm they also on the White well, Sox. I think, I think they've lost a few games in a row. So they beat the Giants seven three to one three. today, and they Last won day, yesterday okay. too. All right, then but... I... April Fool. <laughs> April Fools. Mike, the April just, Fool. Mark, the April one. Fools threw me off. <laughs> I, I said, I said, I'm on the White Sox as well. Mark, where are you at? I'm on the Braves. Uh, they got Spencer Strider on the mound. He's very good. They're playing the Padres, and I know they got Snell on the mound, and they're also very good. But I believe in Strider. He's 
He's incredible. Uh, they're minus 165. So I'm going to parlay them with another pick, the Dodgers, uh, minus 155 against the Diamondbacks. I think that's just a better team overall. That comes out at plus 164. Bang. Uh, Matt, on the Padres, plus 139 oh at Nevada. But oh also, uh, Padres plus 139, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I'm also on the wow. Padres there. Uh, Matt and myself are also both on that Dodgers pick, though, at minus 155. Mm. Let's go. Uh, you want to talk about Uh-oh. plus money, plus money, the Tigers, plus 126 tomorrow. Uh, who are they playing, Mike? I just saw it. Tigers the Red Sox. are playing the yeah. Red Sox. Chris Sale cons- hasn't pitched well in years. Who knows how long. If Chris Sale hasn't pitched in general in what feels like decades. Uh, but the Tigers, they gave Houston a little bit of a battle over the past three days. So they've been, they've, they've looked pretty good. Tigers got a, may- t- got a solid squad. Yeah, they, they definitely do. So I'm. I'm in on the Tigers for this one, and then my last pick is the Rockies minus 140. The Nats are just terrible. They're they're very bad. So they're bad. Can't not go with the them. Line, Mike. What else do you have in baseball? The line in that Rockies well, game moved to minus 145. That I'm works. Also on it. DJ Crone, cool name, has like two or three <laughs> home runs already. So I'm riding with the Rockies as well. Rockies doesn't back. spell it the right way. That's true. He does spell it wrong. But we should trade for him. Put him at first base. But uh, I'm going to take the Probably. Diamondbacks, plus 130. They got a tough lineup with Cattell Marte. You got Corbin Carroll, who's going to win Rookie of the Year. You got uh, Christian Walker, Kennedy Kendrick's finest. They got a tough ball club at the Diamondbacks. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But, but I do. I do. On the the we're on the dot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it, when I heard all three of you guys on there, it's perfect. <laughs> Should have been a podcast special and you ruined it. Yeah, you I had like a chance. The Diamondbacks. They got a tough. They got a good club. I got I, written I down. like their. I like their logo, but they're. Almost dropped my phone. Wow. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. And my, and my case oh man, broken, Greg, are you so okay? I I, I'm like all of a sudden getting sick, so I don't know what's going on. Um, it's all this bullcrap Mike's talking. It really might be getting me <laughs> getting me sick in the uh, through the. I'm losing it. I'm also trying to look this up and hope that my computer doesn't. Um, doesn't we can look it up for you. We can look it up for you. Trying to do it. No, I think I'm good. Uh, oh, I'm just right. trying to Where figure out what my, we going to my lock of the week is because I didn't. Oh, yeah, you have is, a lock. I have it. Oh I, I, I have it. Uh, I consider doing Darth, but I don't trust it this week. So we're going to go to the XFL, though. As Mark said, we'll roll in there. Obviously, Bavada has all the lines in the XFL. There is uh, all the games. Mike, the defenders, they blew it. First loss of the year. A tough one. A tough Did not one. cover the minus 10. What are you going to do? Hard to, hard to cover minus 10 when you, when you lose outright. That's true. Can't win them <laughs> um, But they're bouncing back. They're dogs this week at crazy. Seattle. So Love I'm going to take them plus the 110. I'm gonna take the double dip plus one ten. Give me, give me I'll two double chips. dip too. D- I double dip. dip on the. I love the Sea Dragons. You know I'm a Sea Dragon guy, but this is prime defender spot right yeah. here. I want the double so, dip on the defenders as well. It's, it's plus my, one and it's a half. Plus one and a half, right? Plus one ten. Defenders plus one and a half, minus one ten. Defenders plus one ten. I'm That's also the line you got to jump on. Yes, I'm also is. on the double dips. So we can call it a little triple oh, dip no. action. Uh, oh no! For us, let's go. A sixo dip. Is Matt on it? Sixo dip. No, he is not. He wow. did not send in XFL picks. Uh, surprisingly surprising. enough, I mean, probably not surprising because 
<laughs> I, I, I just assume he didn't pay attention to a lot of it, but it is what it is. True. Uh, I'm taking the Renegades, plus one and a half, minus 110 against the Guardians. Because um, I just think the Orlando Guardians stink. I don't know why. Um, Mike, anything else in the XFL? Yeah, my only other pick is I'm going to take the Brahmas, plus five, minus one. Love that. I'm on the roughnecks. No I'm on the roughnecks because the Brahmas stink, even though they got a coach that was in a movie. <laughs> Mike Mike's taking the Brahmas because he secretly has the Brahma bull tattoo like the rock. <laughs> People Mike wants to be called Bra Ma. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, all right, I'm just gonna give my last pick. That was my last pick in the XFL. I thought we were moving on. Uh, the newly, the newly crowned Los Angeles Battlehawks uh, are minus seven, minus one ten. I'm taking them in that matchup. So we'll go from there. Does that close out the X fourteen against the Vipers last week? Wasn't I'm good, buddy. It, it's all already right. on the card. Don't let. Well, should have looked that up before the pick. Yeah, probably. Yep. Uh, then let's go. Let's go to soccer, then, fellas. I mean. Hey everyone, it's Matt and Mark for Better's Delight, and we're here to thank our friends at Blue Chew for sponsoring today's episode. Guys, it is all about confidence. Confidence knowing you'll be ready to go whenever your partner is, confidence knowing you'll be able to go those extra innings and not be worried of any rain out. Confidence is what you get with these chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service. It delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form, and it's way cheaper. It's an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations. You don't have to go to the pharmacy and wait in line. It comes right to your door in a discreet package, and the best part is it'll be there within a few days. That's great. Not having to leave your house, not having to talk to random people you run into at the pharmacy, that's amazing. Bluetooth licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Yeah, and then another one of my favorite parts is that they also have Vardenafil mint-flavored chewables now with the same active ingredients in Levitra and Staxin so you can stay hard and fresh. And the key is that these chewable tablets are made right here in the USA, so you know they're good. And we have talked about it on Better's Delight. Top five flavors in the world is mint, so I appreciate that. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DELIGHT at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DELIGHT to receive your first month free. The Premier League back in action, just an unbelievable stroke of bad luck for the Reds, Mike. But they did, you know, they lose to Leeds. They went up one nothing. They lose 2-1 to Leeds. They did, however, issue a statement, full confidence in Steve Cooper moving forward. Gonna... Despite, the cha- despite the challenges that they've had in the Premier League this year, full confidence Steve Cooper is the manager. They're going to fire him, and then... And then on the last day, they're going to get sent down when they hire Patrick Vieira and Palace stomps on them. How dare you? Palace looked amazing this week. Palace, they scored at the end. Mateta, beautiful pass from Ayu, scored in the 94th to win. But we had like 30 shots. We actually looked capable of scoring this week under Roy Hodgson instead of Vieira, who just plays defense pretty much the whole time and plays people out of position. That's why I'm taking Palace again, plus 250 against Leeds this week. This is a big matchup to make sure we don't get down into the relegation zone. So it's another big Listen, one. Listen, I'm going to take is... Leeds. I'm going to take Leeds in that Ooh. game, plus 110. The line hmm. here makes no sense. I mean, Leeds is 
they're not that great to be this heavy of a favorite. So I don't know. There's no reason. We kind of stink away. I understand, but it's still it's still a heavy line. I know Leeds is coming off a big win. McKenney played really well in that last game. So good for the Americans. But uh I'm gonna take them to win here. Continue that, get another three points. Right, listen, I don't I don't I guess. I just think there's going to be goals in that Nottingham Forest Aston Villa game. Um, I, I I have to stop taking the money line because they just continue to lose. And when I do that, they get closer and closer to potentially being relegated. And I can't I can't have that on my conscience. Um, you know, yeah, it'll it'll definitely be your fault. Probably. <laughs> oh no! God bless you. Yeah, Big sneeze. Oh no! My, my, dude, all of a sudden, I just my allergies have kicked in, and I'm just my nose is running, my eyes are getting itchy. Is that a cat behind you? I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> walking around in there. It's so bad. Um, uh, regardless, I'm on the over two and a half minus one ten at Bavada, uh for that matchup. Um, I'm also on. Speaking of teams that are tied for that last relegation spot with the twenty seven. Uh, 27 points. West Ham, I have them taking on Fulham plus 165 in that matchup simply because Mark took Fulham last week and Fulham lost outright. So I think West Ham takes it down here. I have Fulham plus 175 there. It is tough. They are they are missing Mitrovic. He got banned like eight, eight games because he pushed the ref or whatever. But I still think that a, a known West Ham fan sent a list of the rest of their games and said which ones the easy wins were. And one of them was the Newcastle game and West Ham lost 5-1 today. And he also said easy for the Fulham game. So I'm taking Fulham. How is so. Newcastle the one that you put down as an easy win? They've won four in the last he's, five. Because you know who he is and he's dumb. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not a wrong person. So I and get Newcastle's that. He's definitely not Duluth. an easy win. Not an easy win at this point, no. <laughs> and probably not an yeah. easy win for, for a, lo- a long time to- yeah. a long time coming. Um, I can't even talk now. My allergies are killing me. Matt has Tottenham Brighton uh, over two and a half, minus 120. And he also, I mean, this guy's going for everything. He's got Man City, Southampton, 3-0, exact score, plus 575. Wow. Really digging deep. I mean, digging deep into the uh the Bavada books there. So I got I got Man City on my card at minus three eighty five. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna Dig parlay them. I'm gonna parlay them with <laughs> uh with my boys the gunners at plus one forty playing against Liverpool. Liverpool's not playing that good right now. Arsenal's playing for their life. They they gotta keep they gotta win this game, which is why I'm making it my lock of the week. Uh, the plus one forty. No, not the parlay. Just the Arsenal uh, game. The parlay play pays two o two, but the uh, the Arsenal at plus one forty, with the uh, with the lock. I, I just believe uh, in the Gunners. There, we're getting close here. This is this is the stretch, and you're I putting believe locks in the on Arsenal in the championship race coming down. Feels like wire. a bad move. Feels like a bad move. I, I I have confidence in in my boys. They are playing well. <laughs> They like, are playing well. I, I am now. I'm scared. But I know the, my, name, I know the name of Bushy Mark is retired after you and Matt's win Gonzaga last game. game. It was a great Gonzaga. I mean, I, I have a good lock record, so don't question tough. me. Come on, that'd be tough if Arsenal loses or draws this week. I mean, also the value 
that I felt like I was getting. That is it was good. Very value. tempting. That is so good I, to, I was like, value. you know what? One forty at, at five units. That's that's pretty nice to me. And uh, this should yeah. make you feel better, Mark. I'm taking Liverpool plus one seventy five in that game against Arsenal. So that should make you feel at least a little bit better. I will neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Mike, anything else in soccer? Confirm. Makes me feel better. Confirm. My last pick, even though it might be against the new coach bump game. Oh, wait, no. Maybe that was last week. I'm taking Brighton plus 170. Tottenham are horrible. Yeah, Yeah, they are. Uh, Even though the goal that the guy from Everton scored to tie the game was. Oh, yeah. Michael Keane buried that. But, yeah, I mean, Tottenham should have buried. Everton after that red card, uh, they they're just Tottenham just can't score other than PKs with Harry Kane. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Brighton there. They're playing amazing ball this year. They're battling for Europe. Brighton plus one seventy. Mark, anything else in uh, soccer? No, that's it for me. There was the potential that Chris was gonna be on this week. He unfortunately couldn't make it, but he did throw in some picks. Got to get. He sees everybody creeping away from him, so. He's got Wrexham in the first half, minus 0.5 at even money. Uh, he's got Wrexham minus one for the game, minus 130, and then over two and a half goals, minus 120 for you. I'm going to sneeze again. It's coming. Somebody else talk for a second. <laughs> shocking, right. shocking picks from Chris there. I, I could have never seen those coming. Um, you know, it's, it's a good thing that he is not a mushy type of picker because Wrexham would just be having a terrible season. Isn't there another team that's right around them, though? Uh, I'd Wait, have to look I'll at that. I'm pretty sure yeah. there's Wrexham ends in first by like two points. And only one team can go up. Not County, and it's three points. Oh. They're both like over 100, or like what? Well, they might be at 99. And Wrexham's at 100, and Knott's County's at 97. Yeah, how many more games? And only one team can go up. That I don't know, but that's that's tough. Both teams are going to be probably be over a hundred. Only one gets to go up. They might need to change it to two teams next time. Who who does Wrexham play? Next? They're not going to change it to two teams. It's been one team forever. I, I know, I know. Uh, what's what's Wrexham's next games? match? I don't know how many games they play in the National League. Also, by the way, you know you keep asking that. They're playing FC Halifax Town. Which I can't so imagine. There's 24 that's a... teams, so my guess is they play 48 games, and they're at that would be incorrect. Right they play 46 games because oh, they yeah, uh, right. they're one of the 24. So they have a game, and they have a game in hand. So they have six oh, games that's left, huge. and a game in L three. So Hall- Halifax is uh, uh, they have a minus eight goal differential. They have 46 points. They're in 17th in the table. <laughs> that's um, tough. Wrexham with a 69 uh, goal differential for the positive seems seems like that one should be an easy one, but you never know with soccer. That's kind of how it works. But regardless, fellas, let's go to tennis. Uh, Mike, I'll start with you because I'm sure you have something in store yeah. for me. Uh, I'm going to go with my first pick is we'll go with uh, Tamara Zidansek against uh, Merjan Borklund. She uh, did not even qualify for the Miami Open, so she has the time to rest. I'm going to take her minus 150. Minus Hopefully I 150. said those names right. <laughs> Mark, you got anything in tennis? I actually do not have anything in tennis this week. 
I'm uh, saving some of my picks up for uh, for some golf picks. All right. Going to be a quick for... tennis segment then, Mike. What else do you have? Yeah, I just had a – my rest was with that pick as a parlay. I'm going to take Azarenka minus 225 against Anna Kalinitskaya and uh, Sarah Cerebus Tormo minus 325 against Emiliana Arango. So, yeah, that parlay, those three uh, come back at plus 215. So what was the, the original individual line for Turbo? Uh, for Turbo, uh, minus 325. Minus 325. So then you have Zidonsic, yep. Azarenka, and Turbo, plus 212. 215. Close enough. Uh, try to parlay me. Well, my yeah, I'm doing the, the Philly value parlay. You're a cent- are, you a, are you a Jacksonville guy or a Philly guy? I can't tell. Uh, I got a lot of hometowns. That mustache Too makes bad. me think Jacksonville. I don't know anybody on this show who has that many hometowns. So, <laughs> um, let's get out of tennis then, real quick, and we'll dive into the NHL. Not a, I mean, hockey season has to be right towards the end of it. I think we're just maybe two, a week or two away from the start of the uh, arguably the best postseason uh, in all of sports with the NHL playoffs coming up. Um, somebody can finally put the Flyers out of their misery, but there is a loaded, loaded card uh, on Bovada for games to pick from when it comes to the NHL. So, Mark, I'll start with you. <clears throat> I'm going to start with the uh, Flyers. I'm going to take the Dallas Stars, minus one and a half, minus 105 against them. Uh, I just really need them to keep losing. Just get those Bedard percentage points up. We need. There's teams below them. I'm just looking at the standings. I'm shocked. There, there are teams below them. They, in surprising news, Mike, they don't down there. Yeah, in surprising (laughs) news, they don't know how to tank correctly. So they don't. Amazing that Johnny Hockey went to Columbus, and Columbus is still the worst team in the league. I'll never forgive Chuck Fletcher. Yeah. We, we, I I understand we're getting a different shade of orange and different jerseys next year. Sweet. Can we please (laughs) have uh, new owners? Thank you. Uh, Yeah, different shade of orange. Gritty. I'm about to buy Greg a gritty jersey. I, I, I almost threw the hat out. I believe me. I will throw the jersey out. I was in a... I was in a, what's it called today? Rally house. And I was looking around. They had tons of gritty jerseys in there. I was very tempted to buy you. I'm sorry. Gritty jerseys? They actually sell them? I thought you were Dude, kidding. It's, no, it's zero, zero. Gritty. <laughs> I, I don't hate gritty. I don't hate gritty, but I do wish the team was good when we had gritty. Because Greg made me think that he's right. He made me think it's correct. That I mean, that's not my. That's not even. Thing. It's not even my original take. It's it's something I've I've seen from other people, but it's it's, it's dead on balls accurate. Like I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't oh, hate God. him because I love the fanatic, and he's so, so he is very similar. But I mean, you're not wrong. I do have a gritty shirt. It's not. It's it was made by a local artist, so didn't go to. Uh, a little different. Then. It's a little I have different. Like a three foot. I have a three foot uh, plush. Gritty doll who brought Christmas presents to my house two years ago. There wow. you go. I'm gonna go down and <laughs> kick it. I'm gonna go downstairs after we're done the show and kick it. Oh, you God. go buy the jerseys just to burn them. 
would be oh, one of those we people. We have to. <laughs> so bad. Dude. Yeah, I was, uh, I was walking around the store, and I was, I saw it. I just, I gave, I just started chuckling to myself. I mean, like what? <laughs> it, do- it doesn't matter. They suck. I it just like <laughs> it's all fanatic jerseys too, Greg. Yeah, but that's different because the fanatic it's a star and not a number. It- the Fanatic is an established brand who's been around for like 60, 80 years, whatever it is, 20 years, I think. 30, I guess this one's probably 30 or 40 years, but still, it doesn't Pick matter. One. It's an, Pick one. I, I <laughs> gave you a whole litany of just decades. One year, I think. Between uh, 20 and 70 years. One of those. It's been around for a, at some point that distance. Uh, but the point is, is that when the Phillies stink, they don't use the Fanatic as the way they make all their money. They just stink and that's the end of it the flyers they use gritty in a way to stay relevant i guess and as a marketing ploy more than just like potentially putting you know a, a good team on the ice getting actually so good hockey players to win it's, hockey pro- games. it's propaganda you mean, it's propaganda greg <laughs> you mean you mean finally you mean finally drafting a goalie prospect who is who pans out and is extremely good, and then giving him absolutely zero help around him. And I, believe me, the Ryan Ellis contract where you sign him, and he suffers an insane injury that essentially means he's played four games and will probably never play hockey again. Like, that's crazy. Unlucky. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's just bad luck. But there's so many other things. Not trading JVR at the trade deadline for literally any sort of pieces. Like, it's just... Awful. Not, I can't not getting Johnny Hockey. <laughs> Matt's taking the Capitals minus one sixty five <laughs> on Bavada. He's also got the Kraken minus three sixty, and he's parlaying them together plus one oh five. Uh, the Kraken. That's a Kraken. Oh, it's okay. a Kraken, dude. What do you mean? Is that Squidward? <laughs> it, honestly, if it was Squidward, that'd be freaking awesome. First of all, that would be awesome. I'm on the Bruins minus one and a half again. Puck line against the Maple Leafs. I know the Maple Leafs are good, but Bruins are uh, on a historic pace here. So what's the what's the line for minus one plus one seventy? Plus one seventy. I have the Maple Leafs money line plus one thirty. I'm also on the Buffalo Sabers minus one fifteen. Uh, I'm just waiting for them. I've every week I bet on them uh, whenever their lines are up and they have a Thursday game, and that's just the way it is. I don't know what to tell you, Mike. Hockey. Yeah, um, I have. Oh, to confirm, the fanatic was introduced in 1978. So, all right, that was close. 70 50, years, 60 years, 60 years. Like no, but, 78. Uh, man, we're bad at math. Guys, uh, it's, it's 22 like plus 23. It's 45. Well, I said 50. thanks, Marco. Either way, over in the Capitals Canadians game. Over Greg wasn't half, wrong though. It is between 20 and 70. <laughs> Thank you. He had the right the right arrow. Uh, but uh, yeah. over two and a, over seven and a half, Mike. Six and a half minus one ten. Seven and a half would cap- be an insane hockey number. Capitals would be give a me a lot of overs. Those are, I feel like that happens pretty often. Maybe not seven and a half. Seven more often. The Devils Blue Jackets game seven. Not surprising. Uh, I'm Panthers, also on. Well. I'm on the Wild plus one twenty because the Penguins so think you're on that one too, Mark. Yep. Well, what else do you have? And they might keep him uh, out of the playoffs. It would be great. I hope they keep him out of the playoffs. Uh, I got the Vegas Golden Knights. They're taking on the Kings. Uh, minus 130. Golden Knights. Great name. Great expansion team. 
Uh, just wonderful team. I wish they won that Stanley Cup, but uh, I like them over the Kings here. Mike, this is typically where you also take the Golden Knights. I, I those were my only two picks this time. Wow! But I can. I I was looking at that line. Are they at home? Yeah, put put them on my card. I have to go grab my grab my Mark Stone jersey. Shout out Mark Stone, best player in the NHL. Shout out another Mark. Great guy. <laughs> Minus one thirty for you. My last pick in hockey is those LA Kings plus one twenty. Uh, I went with a lot of underdogs in hockey, and I, I just I that hope will to pile up pile up some points here. Maybe come on, I got to be able to find a couple winners on Bovada. Um, I don't, my guess is I, no. I don't. I don't believe that. My guess is no. Let's go to darts really quickly because I know there's no one else on the show that is going oh, to pick anything in darts. Dirt Van Dyven booty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He did take down Gabriel Clemens in the... Uh, he was, like, minus 250, round. but still. Win. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's, like, the number eight player in the world, and Clemens is, like, oh, somewhere in the 20s. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Clemens is still fighting for his card, tour card. Incorrect. Gabriel Clemens oh. went to the semifinals of the World Championship last year. Uh, my man. Well, I uh, <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> Premier League, <laughs> Birmingham... Uh, Nathan Aspinall versus Johnny Clayton, even money, and then just the parlay of the other three matchups. It's the other three guys in the top four: MVG, Gerwin Price, Michael Smith, plus one seven one, uh, in the parlay for their first round matchups. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nobody else cares. Mark, you're not taking anything. Mike, you're not taking anything. <laughs> no. Whoa. So, How do go you ahead, know? Mike. Do you want Dirk Van Dyve and Boda this week in the? This will be. Tournament Saturday, Sunday, Monday this week. Do you want him in the Interwent German Darts Grand Prix? No, no, I'm all right. You're not taking him? Okay. No. Let's move I'll, on. We have I'll take lot. Nathan Aspinall. Did you say that's who you were taking? Yeah, in the first round, yes. Yeah, I'll ride with Nathan Aspinall. Even odds against Johnny Clayton? Clayton won last week, though. Big win. Launches, mm. launches him up the table with a lot of time left. The, the champion from two years ago and the, the table topper of last year's regular season. So they go I don't and know. play one darts match? No. So that's how it they used go. to be. The last two years, it's eight guys. So it used to be ten people, uh, and they would play. And then week nine, two people, the do- the bottom two would be relegated out of the Premier League. And then the final eight would finish. And there used to be ties and everything. Uh, and it was like a real table system. Now it's... Eight players, they play an eight-man tournament every Thursday. Wherever you finish each week is worth points. There's a table system. Top four make the playoffs. Playoffs are in a little bit, but either way. Uh, but yeah, so Aspinall versus Clayton for you there. Let's go to the UFC. UFC with a rare week off, but comes back firing with a gigantic matchup, a rematch, the chance for Israel Adesanya to attempt to Regain his title from Alexander. Uh, I said it right, Alexander Pereira, right? Correct. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Ooh. Yeah. I like. Well, I thought I thought I was going with the wrong name there. I think he just um, goes by Alex, but yeah. Listen, Greg got a little I, formal. I'm, I'm yeah, dying yeah. here. I got Alex. You need to go by his government name. I don't know. I can't, Mr. I can't Alexander see. Pereira. <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen, Alex Pereira. Israel Adesanya headlining Masvidal versus Burns uh, in the co-main event. 
tons of fun matchups on this. Uh, Mark, you usually skip the UFC. Uh, I'll go to you first. All right. So I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start with Rob Font. Talk about value in the UFC plus one fifty two. Yeah. yeah. Also on this, I let's hate go. This. Let's go. I Rob think Font. that's a big value play. I was gonna say the same exact thing. I Giannis is good. Little young. I think he's younger, more up and comer type guy. But Font's fought some absolute beasts in there. Him being plus one fifty two was kind of shocking when I saw that line. So. Begging me to take it. You want yeah, to talk about underdogs that I found shocking? GM three, baby. Gerald oh, Beershark. Stop it. Plus one sixty. Oh, look. What are we talking about here? Greg Gerald betting Beershark? against Philly again. Who's shocked? Wait, Greg who, hates who, Philly. There's so many good Philly Who's fighters. Who's the Philly apparently. bags? Joseph Pfeiffer. Name name one good Philly fighter right now, Clip. How do you Joseph Pfeiffer? <laughs> <laughs> He fights out of Philly. Okay, name one that isn't the guy that Matt Mike just said. All right, give me one second to look it up. <laughs> There's Darren uh, Boots Ennis, Joe Frazier, B Hop. We're not talking about boxing. We're not you talking are about boxing. That is boxing. Boots Ennis is is the guy, and he's gonna fight on that that Davis. Uh, Nobody Ryan cares card. about boxing. There's what about Danny? Wrong. The, the We've Danny never, kid. When's the last time we did a boxing pick that wasn't Jake Paul on the show? The odds are tough, but it doesn't mean Listen, the Mets not good. I'm just, I'm just saying. Nobody. I'm going to take Tank Davis win. While in we're that talking week, in the UFC, is it, I'll be on is that it really good for them to be with uh with the WWE now in that new deal? Is that re- true? That wasn't I mean, April Fools, right? I, no, no, that was real. <laughs> I don't think it really. It's matters. a man's mustache was April Fools, dude. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was something on that. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it really matters. I don't think they'll do any actual crossovers or anything. Does it bring in any question of scripting the UFC? Uh, I doubt it. I, think I don't think good. so. I think it will, the only thing it's going to do is help fighters pay. So I think it'd be a good thing. Ooh, for that's UFC a good fighters. idea. There you go. I think that's the only think thing. But it's just it's just some big group that it owns both. Like I don't think it's anything more than that. Yeah. All right, Mike. Fair what's your uh, what's your next? But pick? I am on. I I'll, I'll give you my quick parlay before uh, any of my other picks. I do have Pfeiffer there, minus 200, body bags. Um, and then I got uh, Jacqueline Amarim versus Sam Hughes, minus 265. I think she's just going to take her take, take down the Sam page and submit her. She's got great BJJ. And then I'm going to take, uh, for the final uh, third of the parlays, Luana Pinheiro, minus 164 against uh, Michelle Watterson. Watterson's one- done. 154? 164. 164. Watterson's done. We'll probably just kick air, and Pinero will beat her. Just rude <laughs> to the karate hottie for no reason. Yeah, she's 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 had a great career. It's just time for the younger generation. That I don't think she can keep up with it. But my What's parlay, the parla- yeah, comes back. Those three picks come back at plus two thirty three. Plus two thirty three at Uh, okay. Um. Matt, one pick in the UFC this week. Uh, it's a t- I mean, he's really going out on a limb here. Gilbert Burns minus four twenty-five uh, for his only pick. So, um, how many picks has he given so far? He has four. one, two. He's got four, six, seven. He's got eight picks out so far. But don't worry, uh, he I'm has shocked. some golf picks. So, um, I'm on Chris I'm Curtis. For his lock. I'm on Chris Curtis plus one ten. It's a good one. 
Uh, I'm on Chris Curtis plus 110 uh, in his matchup. Um, who's he taking on? Old guy, right? Gastelum. Oh, that's I yeah. That's that Chris thing. Curtis all day. I went over that one. Yeah, that's a Gastelum's there, but yeah, I don't know. It it all depends. Mark, what do you have? Uh, some yes. Pictures. So I'm a. I got one more pick, but it's the main event. So all right, then Mike, continue to talk trash yeah. on Kelvin Gastelum. I was gonna no. I was I was just saying if Curtis <laughs> fights uh fights him like he fought. Who's that sweet? Who's the Swedish? Who am I thinking? Who's the He's Swedish? Uh, Jack. Jack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If he fights him like Hermanson, where he just danced around the cage the whole time, then he'll lose. But Gaslam likes to throw punches, so I think that'll be a somebody's gonna go out. I think early. Um. I think yeah. My pin's gone. He could be the one that goes out early. <laughs> That's why I'm going Curtis, uh, plus yeah. 110. But, yeah, I'm going to take Mr. 305, Mr. Miami, Jorge Masvidal, plus 325. Uh, he, he might just get laid on by Gilbert Burns the whole time, but I'll take the value. He can catch Gilbert Burns and knock him out. Journeyman versus journeyman fight. Uh, plus 325 is serious yeah. value. Good I'm value fighting in Miami at home. He did say if he loses, he's probably going to retire. But Listen, take- I'm... I, this is the week of value. I'm also on Santiago Ponzinibbio plus two hundred. That is. Um, I, listen, I like Kevin Holland. Bet against I think, my guy. I let, I think his story's great. Whatever is in my house is trying to kill me. Be allergies, <laughs> dude. Um, this is wild. It's been a wild incredible. fifty minutes because uh, it, it's been an evolution. There's it's nothing only, I can do. It's like watching someone get just blackout drunk. But <laughs> it's, it's, I, dude, it's, you went from normal to blackout at It's literally the air. The air is trying to kill me. Um, but so Ponzinibbio, like I said, plus two hundred. I, I like I like Kevin Holland, but I think there's a chance that Ponzinibbio just kind of outskills him. If that makes I sense, agree. I think that's um, great value. Then let's go to uh, if we're all in the main event next. Let's go to that main event. Like I mentioned. Alex Pereira defending his title against Israel Adesanya, the former champion, the last style bender. It's I mean, it's a close line, you know. Bavada's not fooling around. Pereira, the slight underdog in this one. Mark, I'll start with you. I'm gonna go with uh, Mr. Alex Alexander Pereira. I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I like the value. I get. I and I honestly, I just felt like both of you were gonna take Izzy, so. Uh... That's why I'm on Alex. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. Uh, what were the odds, Mark? Plus 115. And Plus it, 115. Adesanya's at minus 140. So a little little juice there, too. And Adesanya is on my card. Uh, I think that we, if we saw it's a similar a similar situation to that first Leon edwards Kamara usman fight where it was Adesanya was up on the cards pretty convincingly and one punch sort of started on the road to victory for Pereira, so I'm on. Uh, I'm on Izzy in this one to regain the belt. Yeah, I don't Mike? think. Uh, I yeah, and I don't think Pereira's like as skilled enough as uh, like Leon was to come back and be even better in the next one. I, he's gonna rely on one big power punch, and I think Izzy fights different. That's why I'm prepared to die. I'm making it my lock. Israel Adesanya minus one forty. Lock it in. We're getting that title back. Wow. Like that for. Three and I a half just, units we're, to win we're three get, and a the, half units. We're getting that first, title back. The first UFC lock 
in the lock I think, system. I, I think I gave one. What what right. happens if he loses? Are you gonna feel bad one. as a mush or <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess technically technically I could. I, I, maybe I did give you a lock. I, I don't think I that I don't think the not. name was Mikey Mush was retired yet, so Alright. Well anyways. That's you. That's what you sound to... like, Mike. <laughs> Is he not a Sonya? We're gonna knock him out. That's why we also have plus three fifty KO TKO DQ. He's gonna go forward this time. He sat back a little bit. He's been sitting back here and there, but I he in the second round he had him dazed right at the bell. He can Izzy can put him out, and I think he's gonna. You said plus plus three three fifty. Alexander the Great. I'm well, prepared to die. Let's go win, fellas. Speaking of being great, it is the greatest golf tournament on the schedule. The Masters is here. Um, I mean, I have way too many picks. I, me too. I, we have I a have ton a of amount. them. Matt has a ton of them. It's it's the Masters, though. I spent a lot of the day watching the par three contest. Uh, that was before the air tried started trying to kill me. Mark, <laughs> I'll start with you. So, I mean, I'll just get it out of the way now. Uh, it's the traditional uh, here's pick Here's a for lot myself. of losers coming here. Just <laughs> loser <laughs> after loser. <laughs> loser coming here. The traditional pick. He's back. <laughs> He's here. Uh, Tiger wins. Tiger Woods to win the Masters plus eight thousand. Throw it on my card. That's it. You're not going. Where's the make the cut? Where's the? Uh, They're they're here. They're here. I just didn't want to take up the next five minutes doing. Couldn't find the cut lines. I was trying to do that. The Masters Uh, specials tab uh, on Bravada. I tried to find that too and couldn't find the cut line. Yeah, look at that, Mike. If you find the cut line, I may have a couple guys I want to throw on the card. I'll give my, my outright winner that I think is going to win that obviously I can't use in the challenge. I think Rory finally gets his Masters plus 750. Rory McIlroy. I think he finally gets, up, he gets he gets over the hump, gets his final fourth major, and wins the Masters. Greg, who are you looking for to miss or make the cut? I don't remember now. Hold okay. on. Just let me uh, know because I have him. <laughs> Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, Rory's got a slim chance. Slim, uh, what the is? Win? I'm thinking of the live guys. Uh, what's is Nyman on there to make the cut? Nyman. I'm sure he's probably pretty heavily. I don't even. Yeah, no, can you Nyman to miss the cut? You want him to make the cut or miss the cut? Make. Make is minus three fifty. That's a All lot. It's right, not juice. worth it. What's Danny Willett to miss? Danny Willett to miss. I love this game. This is great. What do you think? <laughs> it's <of> fun. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with the best. Like, a lot of juice. A lot of juice. Minus one ten. Ooh, a lot of two twenty five. I was gonna say plus two hundred. Once you said the minus two twenty five. Of oh, that's to make the cut. To miss the cut uh, is plus one seventy five. Wow. I, I had to one, do the the search. All right, that's the only one I needed. Danny Willett to miss the cut plus one seventy five on my card, but it also goes along with two chances. Two chances. Live tour. Cam Smith. Dustin Johnson plus nine hundred. Uh, either of them win. I'll cash that in on Bovada. Uh, Mark, what's your next one? I, I'm i on a different live tour guy. I am on the Brooks train. I think he's coming off a win. You know how this guy reacts to majors. Uh, plus 4,000. Throwing that one on my card outright as well. Wow. Uh, I'm also on a part of Brooks, but it's just to finish top 10 plus 210. Uh, I think I think he has a good chance there. I'll start a little bit with Matt. Matt has 
three chances. Scheffler, Justin Thomas, DJ, plus 400 on there. And also Dustin Johnson, top five, plus 375 to keep with the Live Tour stuff. Mike, what's your next one? Yeah, I'll stay with Live Tour as well. I'm going to take Cam Smith, top Australian, plus 165. Top Australian, plus 165. I think he puts in a great tournament. He might be battling there at the end of the day, and I think he'll definitely beat all the other Australians. I have Cam Smith, top 10, plus 170. Uh, I think he's going to have a very good tournament. Uh, Putting, he's very, very good, and you're going to need that in this tournament. Uh, I'm also taking him 20th or better at minus 115. Mark, your next one. Uh, I'm taking a different Australian to perform well. I'm taking Jason Day, top 20, minus 160. I know that's a little juice there, but Jason Day has been playing very well this year. I don't think he's... uh, Actually, I'm pretty sure I did look it up. He has not come outside the top 20 this entire year. Has played very well. So uh, he's ready to take a step as well, so... Minus 160 for a top 20 for him seems almost like a slam dunk. It's Matt riding along with uh, former winners, Jordan Spieth, top 10, plus 130. Uh, we Spieth mentioned the cut, plus 500. Ooh. No. Okay. Wow. I'm, a, I, I'm not a, I'm a, I'd say I'd ride, I'm on the, the train that rides the Spieth hating. So I love, I'm not a big uh, the Spieth only guy. thing I don't, the only thing I hate about Spieth is that he's a Cowboys fan, but I like—I really do like Spieth. He's he got does, a nice he does, game. He does yell on the course like a normal person, though, when he has bad shots. And so he's I also like... He's like that, but I just... he I've missed him. I've watched him miss far too many easy putts in the last however much time, especially in the last like month or two, after having great shots before that. That's, I, I'm going to take him to miss the cut. Uh, I have... Uh, these are two throwback picks to last year. I'm carrying them right on over. Joaquin Nyman, top 20, plus 140. And Victor Hovland, top 20, minus 105. Mark, your next one. My next one, I'm going to take, uh, I got Brooks, top 20, uh, minus 130. And I got, uh, I, and now I can start my, my train of picks here. I got Tiger, top 20, plus 150. I got Tiger, 37th or better, at plus 115. And I got a Tiger first round under 70.5 at plus 200. Tiger. Wipe that smirk off your damn face, Michael. Do not disrespect. We've gone over this literally every single time there's a major, pretty much. Every single time. We've I don't know how many episodes it is anymore because no we went comment. to seasons. But 120. Like, this is episode 120. 120. At least seven episodes, or if not, no, more. Probably like 12 episodes we've talked about. How missed I a lot always... of the... Didn't he have a car crash during our, our Shut up, time Greg. as a podcast? All we well, talked I'm just about. saying it's facts. He also had... No, he didn't have a Masters win during the podcast. I think that was pre-podcast. Right one. before. But it still happened. Won me it's money there. Enough. Won me, Won me money, money as well. And then he well. had a traditional accident, pit. though. And now he can't really walk for four days. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, uh, he knows the course. I'm going to ride with my under boy Under 70 there, and a half for the first round. What were the odds? Plus two hundred, two units Plus for that. Two hundred. All right. Let's go. It's a, I, I, I listen. Have faith in your guy. Um, I have <laughs> cut line plus four or worse minus one thirty. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, I got Max Homa twenty fourth or for better. Bad golf. Absolutely no. Uh, listen. Oh, wait, you be said four or better. 
plus four or worse. Oh, worse, yes. Yeah, cheering for bad yeah. golf. Absolutely. That. Gross. I, I root for that the course. Gross. Uh, this is not the tournament root, to do that. If you're ever going to root for the course, is the is Augusta not the course you want to root for? It's not that's, the one that's, that's a, set that's up. A valid, for the, that's a valid point. Some, you had, that's you, a valid point. I, I root for the environment. Give me those I bird noises. That, that I root for Augusta. I want a pimento cheese sandwich so bad. I've never had it. I want like a master's you can pimento cheese. I know, but I want like master's pimento cheese. And I don't think I'm going to eat pimento cheese until that happens. You got to wait. Probably. So it's never going to happen. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I see that. Uh, did I say Max Homa 24th or better minus 115? I don't know, but you did now. Well, right, I'll take have... that as well, Greg. All right. I have, a, I have Homa top 20 minus 140. So. so Max Homa. I'll go for a little double double win possibly there. 24th or better minus 115 for you, Mike. Um, I have, uh, John Rom 10th or better, uh, minus 115. Actually, it was 11th or better on that finishes thing. Uh, and I wrote it down wrong. I just remember it. So it's 11th or better minus 115. Um, I think I've given pretty much everything out. Uh, I have John Rom outright plus a thousand to win. Um, <laughs> some of Matt, Matt's got a couple good ones here. Um, Will Zalatoris top 20 minus 105. I have that's that a as popular well. one. Yep, you know um, I'm going to take that. I have course. that as well. Yeah, Willie I got to ride with Willie my guy, Z. Will. He, he battles Homa. in the Masters. I mean, in the... Majors? Not Masters. Majors, yes. That's it. That's so you had Homa, minus 145, top 20. Guys, and I've, I learned something this week that blew my mind, and I still don't understand how it worked out. Jack Nicholas has played in 164 majors in his career. Okay, he's got 18 wins, like 19 seconds. Like his numbers are ridiculous, but he played in 164 majors. That's 41 years of majors worth. Correct? Is my math right? 41 times four. I don't feel like that should be possible for somebody. Right? You're playing what from what 18 to 60? That's insane. Probably. When That's was his insane. first year on the tour? I mean, he was probably an amateur. I I, I did a quick there. Google and they were like, oh, he he played a lot of golf for 25 years, and I was like, so where do the other 16 years of majors come from? If he a dominated, lot. it's a lot, a lot. What was there ever any? I mean, he played in the players. That's the fifth major. Does that count? I don't think so because it was showing. <laughs> I don't think it, it counts. Was, <laughs> it was it it is considered the fifth major, but it was a graph showing like Tiger's numbers versus Jack's numbers, and I was like, wait, Tiger's only played 80 some majors. And I understand he has missed some time, but Jack also, has played the most majors of anybody in in history uh, at 100. Tiger's also in his 40s. Jack's 85. Right. Jack did come in second at the age of 22 at the U.S. Open in 1960. Yeah, but yeah, I don't so remember him playing in, was... in to, till 2002. It's true. It's a good point. Uh, uh, speaking of guys who have probably been playing since 2002. Matt is on Danny Willett outright, twenty th- plus 20,000 at Bavada. There's, there's some respect for a former champ. Uh, he's got Joaquin Nyman to not win the Masters, minus 12,500, <laughs> um, which is just an insane bet. Uh, is that even, and, uh, if you bet one unit on it, does he even get anything? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. 0.01. 0.0001. 
Um, and then obviously, uh, I, I can't believe he didn't make this his lock of the week. Mike Weir to win outright, plus 200,000. I, I think if he wasn't 7 0 in locks, he probably would have tried to do something with Mike Weir as his lock. He a thousand percent would have. Yeah. Mike, what, what else do you have in the Masters? Yeah, uh, my last two picks of the Masters are Sergio Garcia to miss the cut, plus 150. And uh, JT Poston, top 40, minus 115. Little top minus Some 40. of those top 40 bets, I liked in there, but that was the one I picked. Not bad. Um, I mentioned John Rahm outright, Brooks Kepka top 20. My lock of the week, Tommy Fleetwood, top 20, plus 125. Wow. Kid's been playing good golf lately. He's been up towards the top the past couple of weeks. His best finish ever is T14. I think he can replicate that or better uh, this upcoming week. probably take not him that, to win. That's as not, well. Probably not. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not that guy. great of a top top finish. Though, man. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> guy, right at you there. This guy, this, guy bet, this guy bet Tiger Woods under 70 and a half. In the <laughs> first round. Did, who won the can't Masters wait, more can't. recently, Tiger or Tommy? Tommy Fleetwood's like 30 years old. Tiger. Tiger won it more recently. Of course. All right. So let me get my other bets in. Yeah. So winning score here. I'm going to take the winning score is going to be between 276, including 276, and 279. Now, I also did the math. That's minus 9 to minus 12. Uh, That's plus 190. It was the middle numbers in, in the options. And the reason I chose it is because they extended uh, that par 5 hole 13. So I think that's going to make a little bit of a difference in the scores and maybe keep the scores not as high as they have been because it was like under 276 was like plus 105. It was a it was a pretty heavy favorite. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the middle numbers here. 276 to 279 plus 190. All right. Any other picks? Oh yeah, is it just me now? I guess. Yeah, yeah Mike gave his out. Up. Uh, I'm going to go to some to some classic picks here. I'm going to say uh, hole-in-one uh, in round two, plus 1,000. Yes. Uh, and a hole-in-one in the final round. Yes. It's plus 120. That was just so low, I felt like I had to take it. And then finally, another classic. Will there be a playoff? We haven't seen a playoff in the Masters in, I feel like, forever. Here it comes. Yes, plus 400. Plus 400. Uh, so does that close out your picks? It does. All right, then let's get to the classic way we always end it. Uh, now that everything else, the NCAA tournament's over, I need to end the show. Um, the challenge, I'm in a pretty heavy lead, but Mike will kick off with you. Did Matt never give a lock? Oh, he did. I forgot. Matt's yeah. lock of the week, looking for 8-0. Rory McIlroy, top Irish player, minus two. This is the one he deserves to lose. Let's let's just put that right out there. He came out a minus two fifty lock because you know you know he doesn't want to lose on a on a one One that he's not not here. here. Yeah. Do you almost respect it? It's almost like I don't I don't I hope Roy wins. Stop me. I got here. I said what? Oh, I said I I bet on Roy to win. Uh, Greg said he hopes he misses the cut. Oh, I didn't hear Greg say that, so I was I was confused. But all right, there you go. We got but, all four locks in now. I was wondering. All right, Mike. Let's go Give four this uh, week, huh, Greg? All right, I'll take <laughs> I'll, I'll take Victor Hovland plus four thousand outright. 
as I can't take Rory there, so I'll put it on my card, too. Victor Hovland, plus 4,000 for you. Mark, you. Uh, Actually, <laughs> about Matt's. Matt's got Jordan Spieth, plus 1,400. It's on his card as well. All right, Mark. I gave it earlier. I'm taking Brooks in this one, plus 4,000. I, I, I jumped on it a little early because I, I got excited about Tiger, but uh, plus 4,000 on Brooks for the challenge. That works. I'll close it out with the Xander Shoffley plus 2,500 on the card and also in the challenge. Fellas, let's enjoy the Masters. Let's enjoy Augusta. Better's Delight. Find the YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash the underdog, Twitter, TikTok, everything else. Let's go win some bets.